0: You're listening to Bros. Let's talk. Hey. get into sports to talk about for the first time in months months so I know you're doing great gentlemen how did you enjoy it
1: and ladies out there I'm talking to you guys but yes (laughs) the ladies listening
2: (laughs) it was incredible it was long awaited, and it was everything I hoped it could be
3: Sox are the best team in baseball and the Hawks are the best team in hockey and it's amazing (laughs) Oh, boy.
0: All right, so we're starting like that, huh? Everyone
2: okay. should know that Andy wanted the Hawks to lose
0: yesterday. Yes. <laughs> yeah, game
2: prediction. When, Oilers
0: and four, I think. Five, in, uh, which right, can still yeah, happen. Oilers and four, you're right.
2: In his defense, I kind of wanted to... Five defense minutes defense into the so
0: game, big. Hawks in four. Ten minutes into the game, Hawks in three. Twelve <laughs> minutes into the game, Hawks in two. It was a beautiful progression. We haven't had... Okay, we haven't had playoff hockey since... 2016. We haven't had playoff hockey we can be excited about since 2015 because we got swept <sighs> out of the playoffs in 2016. That was amazing to watch. The excitement, even with no fans, that's going to be the weirdest sport without fans for sure. Playoff hockey, but it They're was pumping still crowd just,
3: music in a little bit, but so yeah. it's not just dead noise. Having, having Chelsea
0: play after the goals helps helps bring me there a little bit, but yeah,
2: especially when we score six of them.
0: Yeah, it was an onslaught early. We held on late, kind of got lazy at the end, typical Hawks. But in control most of the game, five on five, we were dominating the Oilers. I think there are two goals before the empty – well, they had two empty netters, I think, and two power play goals. So every single goal they scored, they had an extra man on the ice. So and it was he, just – it was here awesome is, to watch
1: them. Here is our text thread. Connor McDavid scores first. Connor McDavid, Colin, still good at hockey. Fucking 30% power play. That's nuts. Later, that was sick. Then, that's my captain, Andy. Hawks in four, let's go. <laughs> Second goal, Pat, we want the cup. Fuck Edmonton. Hawks in three. Edmonton is dead. McDavid
0: can suck my dick. <laughs> natural progression that's our natural for progression a team protection. that has been hurting for some playoff hockey. for yeah. Damn, near five years. <sighs>
3: yes, It's yeah. not even – It was great. So, it's not even that there's been a drought of playoff hockey – it's that this team looked so bad in the regular season. Do uh-huh. not deserve to be in the playoffs. <laughs> and it looked like a completely different team yeah. from it the one unreal. that I watched for the last three years, basically. Yeah. And I do think Edmonton bounces back because that team is really, really good. Um, but they just completely looked like a different team. And I don't know if they needed the rest. I don't know if, like... They just kind of had to hit a reset button, and now they're kind of us against the world because they didn't belong in the playoffs, and now they're getting their chance to where they're just going balls out. I don't know what it is, but they looked like a completely different team. Their power play has been the worst in the league for like the last four years, or mm-hmm. at least bottom five. Power play was clicking yesterday. The line of Sod, Taves, and Kubalik was. Just on fire. Had five oh, points really? yesterday. They, they, they I couldn't miss each other's sticks. Hat-trick. It was the it was most insane. points
0: by a playoff debut in NHL history. Yeah,
3: it was, was nuts. And he it was really I was mean nuts.
0: I, I you know, you mentioned Andy that a lot of Hawks fans I honestly have fallen out of favor of kind of keeping up with the team as closely as they used to because it's been such a struggle the last few years. So it was refreshing to see some of these young names come out and perform in what's their first ever playoff hockey game. Um, and I think the atmosphere might actually play into their favor in that bit. I feel like if there was a full crowd of people, the nerves would have been jacked up and we might have maybe seen a little bit of a different start. But, um, I mean, Kubalik is in, in consideration for the Calder Trophy this year. He led all rookies with 30 goals. So I think we've got ourselves a player there. And like you said, paired with Hayes, whose nuts are just massive, dude. He's got the biggest nuts in the league. Can't
1: find big enough underwear.
0: Seriously, oh, and he just came out, and that was vintage Taves yesterday. I mean, he was locked in, and it was a beautiful thing to see. I was loving every second of it. Whenever you can just have Kane casually dishing out assists and not being your main goal scorer, that's when the Hawks were at their best. I think. Oh man, it's such <laughs> a
2: refresher from when you have to watch them play, and then you see Taves or Kane get the puck and just hope that he scores, and then he doesn't, and then he goes off the ice, and you know you're screwed for another two shifts or three.
1: Pierre said once, brutal. maybe twice, how demonstrative he could hear Taves being on the Hawks' bench in terms of just getting his guys up and ready to yep. play and almost refusing. Well, not almost. He refused to let them lose yesterday. Dude was just everywhere. That's, I mean, and that's
0: the difference of someone who's won three Stanley Cups and been the captain and of all McDavid. three teams. And, exactly. And McDavid is still the most skilled player in the NHL. Like, don't get me wrong. That first goal that he scored was disgusting. And just the yeah. way that he moves with the puck is, uh, but the Hawks have a lot of speed and stick handling to kind of match Edmonton, which which is what surprised me more so. I knew they had a lot of young talent, but Kirby Dock looks like he dude, he's going to be a player. Q&A. He's just he's, tall. He's the dude. real deal. And yeah. uh, they,
3: they said his, a lot of coaches said that his growth from three months ago to now is like probably the, the biggest on the team. And I mean, you expect that for a 19-year-old, but at the same time, you don't expect them to ramp up as quickly as he did, and the coaches have been really, really impressed with them. The only
0: thing that worries me is I think that um, obviously the way that yesterday turned out was indicative of the early onslaught. Our defense still looks a little bit suspect at times, and, and Duncan Keith is just not the same player he used to be, while still our best defenseman. Yeah. and a glorious mane of hair that he has growing right now right hair. shoulder length hair it's it's crazy yeah, he looks phenomenal. but he just um, he isn't the Norris trophy winning defenseman he once was he's still a good top end defenseman but we still got to figure out some depth there because you know Connor Murphy is is supposed to be good but he just kind of questionable with the puck in my opinion and and there were times at the end yesterday where <clears throat> they were putting a lot of pressure on and we're like all right we can't get back into this type of play. Is this, right. if Edmonton can do this early on, then I right. think the Hawks would struggle a little bit. So it's important to get off to hot starts like that. But win the first one, now you only got to win two more. That's yep. the first step. They playing today? I don't know no. the schedule. No, tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow, tomorrow. I think it's a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah,
3: late. 9.30 puck drop. But today's oh,
0: another yeah.
1: day full of sports.
0: It yep. is. It is. <laughs> so yesterday, we also had... Um, Luis Robert making his debut at leadoff because Tim Anderson got had the IL with the groin strain.
1: Oh, Seven no, I didn't see that.
0: Yeah, they're hoping it's less than 10, but um, we'll see. Walls. Oh, but in his debut, Luis Robert, he did okay. He went 4-6 with a home run, two doubles, two runs, and two RBIs. And almost. Places. He wanted to go for the cycle on his last double, but it just wasn't, wasn't enough room in the foul territory and left. And Eloy Jimenez also won 4-for-6 with four RBIs and a home run in the game yesterday. The Sox have won two in a row against a lowly Royals team, but much-needed wins hey, after... the only play who's exactly. on the I'm They sure. had 21 hits yesterday, though, so that's saying, what I'm talking about.
2: Everyone in your lineup, except for Madrigal, had a multi-hit day. I'm Poor
0: sure. Madrigal. Didn't have any hits. 0-for-8 in his career so far <laughs> for a guy who never gets out, but... Rough start.
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm pretty excited... The Cubs finish up with Pittsburgh today, and then they play Kansas City. And half our division is sick with COVID and
0: can't play, so we're off to a pretty good start ourselves. I mean you guys, the <laughs> Cubs have the best record in the NL right now. Probably the worst bullpen though. Oh god, god bullpen—it's like
2: the numbers are is horrendous. This,
0: is this like the the not least confident, but like the least happy six and two a team's ever been? Just for the sense of how it's gone. Like obviously, you're happy at six and two. Right, you've won six games. But you have to, like, literally piss your pants almost every night when the bullpen comes into the game.
2: I mean, if you look at it, we've given up, we gave up, what, we gave up, like, 70% of our runs in the ninth inning. How many different.
1: home runs have the Cubs like, given Jesus up in the ninth, ninth inning? Three like, in
2: the last five. two games.
0: Right, so so probably six Alone. or seven overall. Yeah. The ninth it's, it's inning insane. for the Cubs is the first inning for the White Sox. Yeah. And they did a flip yesterday. The Sox scored four in the first after being outscored by, like, I think it was 15 or 16 runs in the first inning going into yesterday's game. Just that. absurd. So those are probably the two most important innings in baseball: the first and the ninth inning, just Literally. to how you establish your tone to start the game, or obviously closing out the game. And so as Cubs fans, Kimbrell's been sucking lately. You He's can't the go worst to him play on the Cubs. You can't go to him in the ninth. Bar Who do you guys Kim? want to see getting the, the the look in the ninth inning? Jeffers. Jeffers. Yes. For sure, Agreed. Okay. And where Next he come from?
2: Again, he was he from, came from Milwaukee. Milwaukee he's, one, okay. he's one year removed from being an all-star closer. He was, or two years actually, because he was hurt the following year, and then last year he, he was a great came signing. in and out. I think that he was a great sign. We also just Love signed Cody signing. Allen. Uh-huh. From the Indians, so they're working oh, him right now. He was their closer
0: in 2016, right? Yeah. Yes.
2: So I don't know what his role is going to be. I think they're still. A po- I think they want Kimbrell to get together to have him be the closer, but obviously Jeffers that and wants Cody it because Allen. of his paycheck, right?
0: Well, well, yeah. For sure, because
2: of the paycheck. But Something's wrong though. Also, <coughs> yes, agreed. I agree, 100.
1: percent probably him bent
3: over like he does every single fucking pitch. Well, dude, Andy, he's that, still that still probably 80, got back problems. That
0: one dude, he just throwing tweet you sent us that he's given up. What was it? How many four multi homer games, games in twenty five games with the Cubs? Times. He did it, and one he did it once. once in five hundred and twenty games before that. I mean, there's something yeah. wrong there. So, and like I, you said, sure Sean, you he's throwing ninety seven. Is like the the electricity on his stuff is still there, but his curveball is dog shit right now. He can't even throw his curveball.
2: I've read two theories on him. And his fly, fastball's a move. Either
1: he's wait, what did I read about him? He he's either <laughs> changing his arm angle. Or his arm slot because he's still injured, or he's tipping his pitches, is what they think is happening. Because he's just like Well, I mean said, the big
3: the big thing about last year is they said, Oh, he was hurt, like he'll be back full strength next year. Right. Like that's on your medical staff if he's Right. With he's extra still, time off if he's still injured. Right, exactly. See, I
2: don't <clears throat> I I I'm I don't think he's still hurt. I, I do think he needs more time, but I don't think he's still hurt because he's throwing <clears throat> harder than he was last year. That's It's so, hard, it's hard yeah. to imagine
0: him tipping his pitches too after going five hundred plus games in his career without doing so. All right. of a sudden, he's tipping his pitches. Right. It's like I, I thought I, his his good. I think his like his wi- wind up or his gather, you know, the whole arm thing. Like yeah, I think that's distracting enough to where it would be hard to kind of. Pick up what he's throwing, yeah. but yeah. something is going on because this is a guy like Sean said he's hitting ninety seventh. Not like he's up there throwing eighty and guys are just hitting softballs into the right. stands. He's just not hitting his spots, he or his is definitely is his spots, and has no movement. It's he's definitely missing. But look, his for what he's getting paid, he's he, like you say he's the worst player on the team right now. And Quinn- so oh, this
3: right. is some this is something that I was thinking about the other night when um, I first it was the first night I think that he started imploding and then it was two or three nights in a row but this is completely off topic from like current sports but guys like that i think i think batting stances are kind of what comes naturally and what feels good to you for a guy to bend over at the waist and hold his arm out at a 90 degree angle (laughs) that's just him being an asshole right like
0: to start to start doing
1: that i hate how he does that
0: Unnecessary I unnecessary
2: strain on your arm. Well, it's unnecessary, yeah, definitely. Like,
1: I just,
3: I think throwing motion is what feels good, but there's no way that, like, he's coming up through middle school, high school ball, and he's just like, no coach is going to be like, you know what, you should try bending over at the waist and holding <laughs> your arm out at a right 90-degree angle. <laughs> See if that works out for you. And then he just clicks and becomes a – major league prospect
2: best closer of the two 2010 decades. like that's
3: that's truly him probably like coming up having a normal wind up and then him being like oh i'm probably good enough to make it to the pros like why don't i do something to like stand out yeah right yeah i, I think mean. It,
2: i think it has to do with superstition i don't think he wanted to stand out i think he probably like maybe did it one time and threw a oh. phenomenal pitch and then just started doing ba- it for the <laughs> game baseball is the biggest
0: sport of habit that there is you look at it, i was time. thinking about i mean we all you know baseball always talks about how can we reduce the time of our games how can we keep these games from going so long every single mlb baseball hitter goes up to the plate does a routine before every single pitch, mm-hmm. either takes the pitch or swings, steps out of the box, does the exact same routine. Dude, I that's timed why it the I other day. loved Mark Burley. Dude, and you can tell a lot of pitchers are still like that. Like James, I was watching, um, what was his name? They kept saying it. Uh, the lefty that pitched for the Royals the other night, Buttony or something like that. It was some weird name. Boobich. 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 So he, um, he struggled, but James McCann took... 15 to 20 seconds between each pitch to go through his routine. Step out, take his helmet off, rub his hair down, put his hat back on, fix his batting gloves, adjust his hands, dig into the ground, step back, look Dude, at the pitcher, two, two fake swings up, step in, put the bat out, bring it back. I mean, literally, and that's then, his whole routine. Every single pitchers, pitch.
3: There's pitchers so that do that too. Yeah, Colome, right. Colome, the other night, when he came in for his first save opportunity, he takes like a whole 360-degree walk around the mound become, before he comes back to throw pitch by pitch, not like new oh, batter. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he would throw a pitch, and then he'd make a little circle almost to the edge <laughs> of the entire mound, and then come back set up. And it's just like... That ninth inning, he he gave up walks and hits, and he ended up not giving up any runs. But the ninth inning took
0: twenty minutes. I think,
3: like, yeah, it was like 15, 20 minutes, and it's just insane. There's, did, there's no did they reason. They try for and get that. rid of
1: that. A couple years ago, well, they, ago? they tried no, to they tested
3: they tested in the minors the pitch the pitch count. No, I'm talking about uh, the batters and like, their
1: obnoxious routines between pitches.
3: I mean, I think an umpire can kind of like right. nudge you along, but I mean. Like, I,
1: unless they throw
3: an actual rule in what umpire is going to wrong
1: on this
0: i thought they had to stay in the batting box or the batter's box i think they they talked about doing something like that but they probably just found that it's hard to regulate something that 90 percent of the league plus does there's very few guys that just step up there ready to go and don't do much i mean and, and when you think about the nature of what they're going to do, it makes sense that you got to get yourself like completely locked in before mm-hmm. you see that pitch sure. come your way. But
1: Agreed. But you but don't have to—can't exactly. you have one thing that you use to, to hyper-focus hyper for 10 that's seconds? And that's
3: perpetuated from watching MLB players their entire lives. Right. Like, nobody goes up and is like, okay, I'm going to take approximately 10 to 15 seconds to get ready for this pitch that's coming my way. Like, no, as a kid, you go up and you hit the ball. Right. right? And— you're just grown up watching like Sammy okay. or uh, Nomar was it Nomar did no, the the yeah 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 the yeah, gloves, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the gloves. Mm-hmm. and you're like oh okay like that looks pretty cool I should do that and like it just builds and builds and That's builds such a good and then point. now you now you have your own routine
0: and now it's just- yeah when when you're a kid the most they'll give you you can you can dig in and put your hand up the ump will give All you right. a pause for five seconds and then it's pitch on yeah.
1: Pat, you, you brought this up earlier about Burley, how his games would last like two hours and ten minutes. It's awesome. Fast, phenomenal. He was just, give me the ball back, here we go.
3: His perfect game was like two hours and 40 minutes or something.
2: Yeah. It was even less than that, dude. It was a fucking powerhouse performance. I wish every pitcher was fast like that. Just get the ball and deliver.
3: I had tickets to that game that I gave away. Oh, oh wow. What a fucking that to? was. Uh, Banger? I can't remember. <laughs> I was dating Elise at the time, and her dad was um, a season ticket holder, <laughs> and he he gave me the tickets because there was a day game, and we were in like early college, I think, and I ended up giving them away to a, I can't even remember, might have been like my brother's friend or something because ended up just making a game time decision not to go, like I didn't have anything going on or anything. I was just like, hey. <laughs> is
1: that a top five or ten regret? <clears throat>
3: Uh, I haven't gone through my regrets in a long time, so I'll go ten. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good. <laughs> it's up there, but <laughs> I don't know if it's top five. All right, it was a horrible feeling. It was a horrible feeling.
0: Hey, at least you got to hear Hawk Harrelson scream his lungs out on the broadcast I did. live. Mark Burley,
1: a no hitter. <laughs> History! Yes. <Yeah! laughs> so God.
0: funny. The Dwayne Wise catch will always be oh, amazing, dude. though. Just the fact that he got subbed in right before that yep. goes Save and balls the out. Yeah, yeah that,
3: was, that was pretty sweet. Although, Completely <laughs> off topic, Scott Pesednik is still a very
0: good-looking man.
3: Very okay. sexy. I'm, He's I'm, on the pregame. I'm
0: glad you said that. We were, I was watching yesterday the pregame, and Alyssa uh, was just kind of not paying attention. I was like, oh, do you recognize that guy? Because she used to love Scott Pesednik. And she's like, oh, yeah, it's Scott Pesednik, right? I was like, yeah. She's like, didn't he used to be blonde? I was like, he was never blonde. And we went back and forth for like 10 minutes. She's like, he was blonde. I remember. I was like, babe, you he was not blonde. I remember. AJ, that she, I was, AJ was blonde. AJ was like, so a couple of guys like bleached blonde, but he never did that. And like, she was like, she thought 100% certain she was right. And I just started Googling pictures of Scott Pesednik. And I was like, he's got dark hair. What are you talking about? She's like, well, he looks blonde now. He's got brown hair. I'm like, he's not blonde. <laughs> what? <laughs> Stop. But
3: wasn't he married to a playmate? I think still so. Is. He still was, lives. yeah.
0: Oh, he still okay.
1: is. Okay.
3: So Good crap.
0: stuff. Good stuff. Right. Man, it's just really fun having sports back, though. I oh. hope we hope baseball's here to stay. As Jimmy mentioned, half the NL Central can't play right now because
2: I'm very very worried for the Me life too. of the MLB, and I'm extremely scared for the NFL. Did you get?
3: Did you guys hear the report that? Manfred reached out to all the TV uh, providers. Yes. Yep. That's that's a scary one.
1: He is right. an idiot. He is a moron. He is an idiot. He's um, dumb. Sean, you just said I, my personal belief is that unless the NFL does a bubble, there's zero chance that they finish no a season. The NFL, so, it would
2: be impossible for the NFL to do a bubble.
1: I think they should go down, down to many, Texas. Too many
2: rosters. There's, there's many stories slots.
1: leaking out about
3: MLB players. Going out like to bars until the wee hours of the night, of course. like after games and stuff like that. Yeah, the, yeah. the Cardinals no-
0: players. There was pictures of them. They went and rented a pontoon boat on their off day. Some lady yeah. that worked there took a picture with the two of the pitchers. So it's just their their stories. You heard the stories about the Marlins like going out in Atlanta. I heard Clef, I heard geez. last week though that um, because of the nature of the testing and how long it takes them to get the results. They think that one of the players brought it with them from Miami because they didn't get the positive test until after they okay. left. Yeah, or it was like a day after they got to Atlanta. They'd only been there a day. So how
2: long? How long did that uh, did it take for them to get that result? Then it takes
0: two days, I think, for the MLBers. Well, that's supposed time. to be
3: that's supposed to be the minimum. But then there were all the stories at the beginning of the season that the first batch, like teams weren't hearing for like five or six
0: days. Yeah, yeah, it took them forever, and,
2: and then. They ran into the holiday weekend and it got yep. prolonged. Yep. So there's a lot
0: of obviously a lot of moving pieces and stuff that goes into this, but as we've seen with the NHL and the NBA, they're they able to they limit done it, right? And there's no positive tests in their bubbles, and they're going to continue to play. Right. The NHL
3: is free to roam around Edmonton, but they still have a bubble within Edmonton. Like they're not confined to their hotel rooms or anything like that. But oh, they've got it on. They've got it under control, right? As far as like they're they're keeping track of where their players are going. I think they're all understanding.
1: Like that's where the problem lies. Where the MLB players are like, "Fuck this, we're going out if we want." Because they have no rules, right? Because the commissioner's an idiot. That's got to
2: also be partially on the team as well. I mean, one hundred percent agree. Right? That's that's Manfred as well as the team. It's just that the MLB did not handle any of this accordingly. No. you know and no, it's no. obviously trickled down to the teams handling of it but the 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 thing with the MLB or the thing with the NBA and the NHL is that they're only playing the playoffs like they're just strictly doing a limited number of teams so it's not it's a lot of teams but it's not the whole league and there's an end date to it which doesn't include 60 game regular season plus playoffs and wild card and it's like if they wanted to do the bubble for the MLB then like they should have just done
3: divisions only and have divisions stay in one city.
2: Yeah. I could I could definitely get on board with that, but they would never be able to pull off an NHL or NBA-style bubble because it took forever for the NBA players to agree to even go to the bubble, and they're going to be in there for like two months. If the MLB did a bubble, it would be like five months, and well, no player would ever sign they, off on it's that. It's interesting to see, That's too, an interesting because everyone was given the opportunity to opt out if they didn't want to do it.
0: Right. Um, but with the MLB, now you're starting to see – like Lorenzo cain right. they cain it happened. out that was, that after was the he had like, seen big name. So yeah. and his team is going through an issue where, you know, they couldn't play the last few days because of COVID concerns. And I think that's something that you might start to see happen a little bit more. Um, and obviously for the Brewers off to a tough start already. Now to lose their leadoff man, center fielder, that's that's a huge blow for them. And it just stuff like this, it sucks because it doesn't put an asterisk on the season. We've talked a lot about this stuff, but it definitely dilutes the season as far as, like, if the full talent pool isn't out there to play the games, then it's kind of not a crap show, but it, it, like I said, it dilutes the outcomes a little bit. But the, the commissioner's an idiot and couldn't get any of this stuff in line, so I don't feel bad for anything. And, and, and they, had, they
1: had plenty of time, plenty of time to get this stuff in order, but they There's, were so hyper-focused on only playing 60 games. Uh-huh. If anything, they had an
3: easier job of doing it because they hadn't started their season.
1: Right. The NBA and the NHL had to
3: figure out how do we go from being midseason to going into the playoffs.
1: Yeah. And that's why I think the NFL, of course, they should have the most amount of time and the best plan in place. But they seem to think that because we're the NFL, we're going to play. Well, that's not how this works. So you better figure that shit out quickly.
2: They're, like, still selling tickets and shit. Right. Like, they haven't even denounced fans yet. It's like, dude, you guys are never going to be able to pull this off with the amount no. of scrutiny they're facing with the spread of it and all this. It's like, you'll never you'll never be able to pull this off the way you think no, you're going to. No, not a though. chance. You they have, to, have... Yeah, you have to make a contingency plan. They have
1: the, the most amount of, of players on each team in, in all the leagues the most amount of and rosters will be expanded because Roasters, of COVID. Rosters, yeah, yeah, that, that's what I meant.
0: Right, so, 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 already at fifty three, regularly they're probably going to be up to about seventy to eighty just yeah. to have backups. I mean, we're talking. We talked about this in our text thread. You're talking about a bubble to house five thousand plus people, right. which is exactly what they are trying to avoid: is having this many people in certain confined areas. Back to baseball, I think Sean brought up a good point that it's up to the teams to kind of police themselves. We've seen a few Cubs players outwardly speak out on it now because they're the only team still with zero positive tests, even on the intake, which is impressive, but they've obviously banded together as a team and decided we're not going to be selfish and make sacrifices that could affect the team and the league, whereas these other teams clearly don't have the same type of protocol in place. And when you look at the Cubs, it's not very not really surprising. They've got great internal leadership from their players with guys like Rizzo and Lester. So you would expect a team like that to be on the the front end of this and staying, you know, ahead of it, but not everyone has benefited with team leadership like that. And right. we're seeing, you know, teams like the Marlins who have horrible leadership, you know, with ownership. Derek Jeter's right. the worst. He's and six.
2: Terrible and, owner. Yeah. 86. Terrible shortstop. Overrated human. <laughs> overrated human. But we still, all, we all had range. to do it,
1: right? We all, when this first right. happened, you either were confined to home or you would go to work and you'd come right home and, that, and that's it. That's all you could do. You mm-hmm. can maybe go out and pick up food or maybe have food delivered, but that was it. So I don't yeah. feel bad for any of these M- MLBs. You certainly players.
2: can't be eating chicken wings out of a stripper's ass, crack, Lou Williams. <laughs>
1: Now Pat sent us a picture of those chicken wings And they look damn good <laughs> look yeah, pretty I, pretty might, good. Dabble. I
0: good.
3: might dabble Did you
0: guys see on the uh, First NBA broadcast back Kevin Harlan said something about Going to get those wings really? I
3: did see like, that Kevin I saw, Harlan, the, I saw wow. the clip I'm of right it now. Kevin I saw Harvard a picture those look
2: pretty best. good Okay. The, the, the bubble better not burst god damn it pat <laughs> i believe you sent
1: this when uh switching to baseball when i think it was oral hersheiser right who made a comment about it it was andy that said it i think oh, oh yes. okay
0: that but was yeah, so everyone good. started ripping on oral hersheiser because he used to use spitballs and scuff the ball a bunch apparently like he was a huge he, he was he, used, a,
3: he was a spitballer he,
0: like he would just pour water down his back and just get his fingers all wet and but whatever, the game was different. But back. that was like, still like yeah,
3: peak seventies pitching. Right. Guys oh, had like dude. bottle caps in their mitts and shit like that.
2: <laughs> That's <laughs> like, the heart of cheating in America. Right? Is like right. The on the mound in the seventies. You, you didn't have a freaking
1: electronic device taped to your body right. and knew what was coming. Is it like <laughs> if
3: you if you didn't see it, Oral Hershiser, the first game um, that he called for the Astros. The Dodgers- uh, I think Astros, it was. Because he's. I think Dodgers it was Altuve Astros. that struck yeah. out. Yeah, I think
0: yeah, it was a fastball struck right out. down the middle.
3: Yeah. yeah, and he said it's it's harder it's harder to hit when you're guessing or what was the exact quote? It's harder to hit when you're guessing instead of knowing. Something, something like that. Like, yeah. or, and and it, it, was it was just like a it's comp- harder
0: to hit when you don't know what's coming or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It
3: was just a complete backhanded slap at the Astros for their cheating scandal, and it was awesome on it live went, national television. Yeah, it, was it
0: was great. Was I Poetry
2: in lovely. motion. Oh, my God. I think more Astros players need to get hit, and it's not going to happen because of Manfred's terrible, terrible Well, let's talk about that,
0: too. Joe Kelly, that was the big news, like, first Uh, night back of baseball, first week back of baseball. He throws behind Bregman, high behind Bregman, and then throws at Correa, too, misses. Didn't hit either of them. Then he strikes Correa out. As they're walking, uh, he says something about the cheating to Correa, and then Correa says something back, and Joe Kelly says like he get,
3: said nice swing bitch. Yeah, nice swing
0: bitch. <laughs> then he turns and does the pouty face to him Ugh. and which becomes which an iconic, is now an all time an iconic image. Yeah. Right. And because. then he gets suspended fifteen percent of the season. Yeah. Eight yeah. games eight games. What eight he, games. When he was on the Red Sox, he got suspended for throwing at someone and it was seven he hit them in the head, I think. It was seven games in a hundred and sixty two game season. He just got eight games in a sixty-game season, for throwing behind two guys and then pouty facing someone when striking them out, Even the only out. one
3: that I had a problem with was the Bregman one because yeah, I do think shot. if you are going to throw at somebody, it needs to be shoulders right down. Yeah. Right. But, it should yeah. be
2: ribs. It's always been ribs.
3: Yeah. Uh, that that ball was headed for Bregman's head. Yeah. And I agree. I mean, whether he, I mean. Baseball players still can lose control of a ball that they're trying there to was, hit somebody in the There was the a video rims. of
0: Joe Kelly from this offseason throwing a ball at his net and he missed and hit his window that at his house. So. That, was yeah. that, was, that was Joe yeah, that Kelly. Was Joe yeah. Dude, Dude, that that, that. guy's on fire this so year. So it, it is possible. We saw Kirk Cousins almost miss a three yard gender reveal throw. It, things <laughs> happen. Things happen.
1: But so my, he was throwing a fragment for thing sure. thing about the whole oh, thing, thing is his lame, like, pouty face and then, like, does one of these. To yeah. Correa as he's walking away, he just looks
2: like
0: such. He a seems dork. like I was just say he seems like such a dork who can just throw like ninety eight miles an hour. Wow! know, but he's like now Batman. Having, like, he's like t-shirt he's Batman. It's pretty awesome. The, the, the apology best, after I was, was say, my favorite thing. His Instagram post was the best afterwards, where it's just him. Like, his face imposed on a dad with a bunch of kids around him, and then all the Astros players' faces. Well, no, faces. that is
1: him holding his... <laughs> oh, rigid. that was his, act- yeah, okay. his actual... Okay, I thought that was, like, kid just kid a... Okay. Hyper-imposed it was perfect. Those three, but and Correa. And he said
3: he's not apologizing for absolutely
1: anything. Hell so, yeah, yeah, clearly, Rob Manfred, again, being an idiot, doesn't want anyone talking about the Astros, wants us going away, so yeah, he's giving he him a super long suspension. Exactly, because he knew about it longer than... Then we knew the, about it the, and didn't do anything about it. The good thing about
0: Manfred, though, is he's such a moron that just it takes very little time for more things to pop up as his incompetence right. continues yeah, to grow. Right. You know what I mean? Like, okay, hand, mishandled the Astros. Well, here's COVID. Let's see how I can handle this. Oh, I'm still a fucking idiot. Punch job. All right. Who's worse,
1: Gary Bateman or Batman? Rob Manfred? Batman. Batman. Sorry, you I gotta know go I with Manfred. And Bateman, Bateman, so
0: <laughs> I gotta go with Manfred at this point, only because. Playoff hockey is happening right now with no COVID test, even though Bettman's a moron too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Bettman
3: sucks, but yeah, Manfred has botched way too much to be.
2: This year alone. Manfred
0: wants to be Goodell so bad, but he just, his name is Rob for one. He's got a gap in his teeth and he's got no business acumen.
1: It's it's crazy that Roger Goodell is the second best commissioner. Like for as bad of a job as that guy's done, he's the second best commissioner. Dude, That's
2: pretty I feel crazy. like every league needs a David Stern. Where are the David Sterns in the world, dude? Even Adam Silver, but David Stern. David Stern was the best. He was David the best Stern commissioner the maybe best. all the
0: time. I love Adam Silver. I like I him too. too. Adam, Adam Silver is very good. Cool. Well, to your point, Jimmy was alluding to Adam Silver as being the best commissioner. I, think, I was, yes. He said sorry, was yes, the second man. best.
3: He, I think he, what he's done to the NBA as far as just being an open mind and progressive as far as things go, I think – Takes
0: that league above and beyond. I think Adam Silver's the best players commissioner at the end of the day for for what it does that's, for their yes, league. Goodell's good the best commissioner. I mean, just for the money that he brings in for the NFL, he's sure. a he's an idiot in the sense of just like not a good person, probably. But what he's been able to do as far as generating money for the NFL has insane. been insane. Insane, and his, he makes like thirty million dollars a year. I had to look like a smug asshole all the time too if I was Roger Goodell.
2: And the, yeah, the way if, he's grown it.
3: Yeah, I won't say that those that, jobs are easy.
1: No, no, no. I mean you basically are the face of the owners, and, and when when something happens and goes wrong, and the owners do what they do, you have to right. stand it's up a, in front of it's everyone. It's a thankless, it's a and thankless get an egg job. On your face, yeah, right. definitely, it's a but thankless for 30, job. Fifty million a outside year, of I the do thirty it million dollars.
2: Yeah, right. outside that paycheck. But, but imagine, and, every time, and he gets time.
1: health insurance for life. Anytime yeah.
2: Goodell screws up, you got to probably have a conference call. Like, imagine Jerry Jones' incoherent ass calling you every time oh, you fuck up and you got to get chewed out by this prick for an hour. And then after he hangs up, he's all happy and doesn't even expect results. You know, it's like, you just, you know, Goodell can do it. I believe in him. He, he'll be off, fine.
1: Off the top of your head, can he you can't think do of a more insufferable owner than Jerry Jones?
0: No. Daniel Snyder? Okay, they, oh, there
2: you go. <laughs> for for got very it. different reasons. Right. But. Very different reasons.
0: I mean, there if we really sat and thought about it, there's a lot of <laughs> shitty owners, just sure. asshole owners. Some of yeah, them but, got run out of the league. But not
3: very vocal and right. like that's the reason that Jerry Jones to, is such a piece of to shit, his is because point, he's though, a shitty owner. Jerry
0: Jones kind of and the Cowboys in the early 90s helped with the NFL's popularity. Sure. So, and, and he's, and the Cowboys are still, like, America's still, team. Exa- well, they're not, but they still no, make I a don't. shit ton of money and they're still top five in ticket sales and all that stuff. But, they yeah, were, Jerry Jones is an asshole for sure.
1: I, I think Forbes just had them as the most...
0: The highest-valuated the sports valued franchise, right? In the
1: in the world. That's right what maybe. I mean, of any
0: sport team. I mean, the it's just, he's made them into a brand. Yeah, more yeah. than just a football team, even Big though time. they haven't, you know, they haven't been to a Super Bowl in twenty plus years. But
2: more he, power to him. They,
0: they are the. I only think there's a trend here. People who are able to be highly successful and rich are assholes. They are
1: <laughs> the only team that doesn't do the, uh, the shared revenue stuff. Yeah, shared revenue. They're the only team that does it on their own because they make so much damn
0: money. Now I'm trying to think of like shitty owners. What's his
1: name who used to own the Clippers was Donald Sterling. Oh, Sterling, Sterling? yeah. Oh, yeah. That was was a different (laughs) reason. Also, a very different reason. The guy guy who owned
0: the. uh, Who was it? Didn't the guy who owned the Panthers get forced out, Richardson, because he had, like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's from Old South and, you know, got that oil money. Yep, 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 yep.
2: (laughs) Earl money. (laughs) So, yeah.
0: Uh, Well, we're talking about owners. We might as well talk about the fact that. About the one guy who's having a good year this year, Patrick Mahomes, won a Super Bowl, signed a $500 million contract Unreal. extension, bought a Ferrari. Now he's part bought owner of the Kansas City Royals.
1: Unreal. Do we know how much he owns of the Royals? He's a small I don't think it's minority out. stake,
0: yeah. but still youngest owner in sports history.
2: It's the Kansas City Royals. I can't imagine if he bought 10%, what's that, like $2 million? I mean,
0: all I see here <laughs> is that like 10 years from now, when Mahomes gets bored of winning Super Bowls and checking touchdowns, he's going to try and play baseball.
2: Dude, he can do it. I just really want a real-life Jackie Moon. So if, if he's going to go for it, <laughs> I hope he goes all the way to it. He's a part owner. He's going to get himself a bench coach position and be a starting pitcher. I'm,
0: I'm pretty sure Mahomes is actually really good at baseball, too, so I could, I yeah. can see that happening. He was drafted. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. was he drafted? Um, I mean, he's just one of those guys that's good at everything. High. Seen the videos of him crushing golf balls at Top Golf? Basically anything athletically related, Patrick Mahomes is going to dominate.
1: Did you hear the? I think it was last year on the score. Michael Kopech talked about how him and he pitched Mahomes against Mahomes, pitched right? against each other. Yeah, yeah. they were in the same so, little league. Kopech yeah. and Mahomes. no, this was in high school. Oh, in high school? Yeah, they went like oh. they said. There's tons of scouts there, and it, I think I think Mahomes won. Well, I mean, he got the win, but I mean, they each had like double-digit strikeouts. It just it was insane. Well, maybe that was
0: indicative of things to come because Patrick Mahomes is a Super Bowl and $500 dollars $500 in the bank, and Kopech hasn't pitched in three years.
2: And so Mahomes was drafted in like the thirty-seventh round. So still drafted, still drafted, still but drafted. not. I thought he was like probably right. out of
0: high school too, right?
2: He was. Yeah, he was drafted. I believe While so, he yes. was already committed to Texas, Texas Tech. Tech yeah. yeah. What a life. Must be nice. I want to see when yeah. Russell
0: Wilson was drafted. What round? Russell Wilson was a oh in baseball. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, he still did he, for a couple of years there. He went to training camp with the uh, with the Rangers, and he would he was really good second baseman.
2: He was Man. drafted in the fourth round. Oh
0: yeah, he was he was, made he was yeah.
3: truly um, considering baseball. Oh,
0: yeah. Rusty, yeah.
3: Because of the looks that he wasn't getting in the NFL. Right, he didn't.
0: I mean, he was drafted in the third round in the NFL, right? So it wasn't even mm-hmm. a, you know, I mean, better than, but still not a first-round pick or anything like that. You should be
2: glad he chose football for obvious reasons now. But he with Tyler Murray. Everyone just chooses well, Baseball can make money,
0: seasons, but. so Yeah, baseball can you make gotta money. You've got to be able to get to the majors. the
1: majors. But if you have a chance to be a quarterback, i.e. Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill right now, you may make, yeah. make your money and get out. Or should I say Mitch Trubisky also? Bank. I don't
0: think he's banked out yet, though.
1: Okay, sidetrack here. You bank enough. He yeah. said recently that this past offseason was the first time that he changed his mechanics. and Or, sorry, worked on his mechanics and changed oh, them. Oh, God. How? How has he's no one on idiot. that team don't you get it? noticed that he needs to change his mechanics?
2: How? He's so du- he has to work on so much. It would take him a decade. Oh God! <laughs> I don't want to get into it. But Just he's trail far off behind. into sadness. <laughs> yeah.
1: Here's how I know he's dot, gonna dot, be. Dot. Aw- Here's nope. how I know yeah. he's gonna be awful this year because I keep hearing Mitch has been an animal in the weight room. Mitch is organizing throwing sessions with his teammates. Mitch, phenomenal leader in the off season. You know exactly right. You know, know. <laughs> you know what's the hardest I don't care. He's gonna be bad.
0: You know what the hardest blow to take as a Bears fan hearing about people make fun of Trubisky? And it happens a lot, and he's he's earned it. I don't I don't not understand why people make fun of him. But you guys have probably seen the meme, and it's like putting together the worst quarterback in the NFL. And it's like it's got stuff on there like Cam Newton's style. Right? right, right. Okay? It's got like Jameis Winston's <laughs> Vision, Vision, all right. Rodgers, it says Aaron, It says Mitch Trubisky's accuracy. It actually gives a, <laughs> something that's important NFL to a quarterback, <laughs> and that is how they include Mitch Trubisky into the conversation. Like that is so embarrassing. All right, give me Cam Newton's fashion all day over Mitch Trubisky's accuracy. What an oh, idiot! Oh, man. I hate it. Makes Did me mad guys, every time I see it.
2: A uh, slight segue. Did you guys listen to Nick Foles's interview?
0: I didn't Not hear it actually. I saw that they both. Sat down with the media though on Thursday.
2: Definitely listen to Nick Foles' interview. Okay, for sure, it's good. It's it makes him he's definitely a veteran mind, but uh, he has a lot a lot of good stuff to say. Always a positive twist, and it's something that you would want your starting quarterback to be able to speak to. So
0: here's the thing though i
2: I would prefer
0: Foles be the starter this year, but I am convinced that the Bears are going to need both of them. Because Foles has never played 16 games his entire career. So it's just one of those situations to where I'm pulling more for, well, I'm pulling for Trubisky. I still want, like, the best case scenario is if Trubisky can figure it out. That's Mm -hmm. still best case scenario because he's young and has years ahead of him. But I just, I don't see that happening. We need him to be to a point, though, to where he can come in and win games if Foles gets hurt. And I don't.
2: Foles I don't know said a lot. He said, this isn't going to be your a quarterback competition to the point where we're going to be working against each other and I'm trying to out-edge him. And, you know, he's like, I know that I'm the veteran leader of this group and it's going to be very much a team effort. He's like, if I, if I have knowledge on a play and... He doesn't have it, uh, and it's working for me. I'm going to share the knowledge with him and talk him through it. He's like, we're. Gonna he's be been sitting.
3: loved everywhere he's gone. Yeah, he's. Like, he's we're pros sitting pro. next
2: to each other in the in the screening room, and we're talking through what what we're seeing and how we're adjusting. And he's like, we're we're looking at it as a group, a full quarterback group effort to make the team better. And I was like, so, two he's things, saying the right shit.
1: Imagine having to go sit up there in front of the press and lie and not just be like, yeah, I'm going to win the starting job. I'll see you guys <laughs> September 13th. Mitch and is a the bitch. Of course he says that. <laughs> of course he's going to give Mitch tips because he knows no matter what, he's going to win the starting see, job. T- he can teach Mitch all
0: he wants to, and he's still going to take that starting job. But to job. Andy's point, oh, though, I don't, owe, I don't know any quarterback in the league, <laughs> maybe, that's been in as many – split quarterback rooms to where he's had a chance to start everywhere that he's gone, not one out everywhere that he's gone, but still been a positive contributing member of that room, of that offense, to where he's never a problem. If he comes in and he doesn't win the starting job, he's not going to go to the front office and demand a trade. You know what I mean? He's going to sit there.
3: He also knows four games into the season he's going to have a starting job. (laughs) If he doesn't win it week one.
0: So okay, good. guys, this is about Nick Foles being a good teammate. Okay, okay
2: you're right. everywhere Sorry. he's
0: gone, when We're when right. Minshew, when he got put back or Minshew got put back in for him last year, he didn't pout and go stomp on the sidelines. He stood there, put his headphone in, had his clipboard, helped out. So, hopefully he's starting, right. though. I don't want to see him on the sideline. Like, Foles
2: football. was actually pretty good on the Jaguars in the limited playing time he had. Like, he, against the Chiefs, he was kind the first of, like, game, torching Dude, the he had three
0: touchdowns, I think. He that, yeah, no, he, he only
2: he had one touchdown. Right. He had, like,
0: 250 yards, though. Yeah, was... but
2: he roasted them, and he only played, like, a half of football, and he was he torching them. He that ball in for, like, a few Dude, that one touchdown fire. was sick. And yeah. then, yeah, he just got, he got hit corner
0: direct on on the follow-through. You he, saw it happen.
2: In the, yeah, so he broke his collar when he came back, like, 10 weeks later. Later or something like that, and then he threw for like 315 yards and one touchdown. And then the next game, he threw for like 286 yards and like two touchdowns and two picks or something like that. And then the where next was he
3: first drafted
2: in the uh, Philly, Philly, yeah, yeah. And then the he next the game after that, them, he had, he had a slow and start, back. and then they pulled him and put Minshew back in because of the whole Minshew Right. Thing. Yeah, he but, went
0: to Philly, St. Louis, Kansas City, Philly, and then Jacksonville, Jacksonville last year. I'm so, going to look up his stats because everyone – that's yeah. the thing. I know I know that he ended up, like, losing out to Minshew, but I don't think he actually had as bad of a year as everyone else is making out to be. It's also hilarious if you go to the NFL standings right now, the, the Washington football team, they're just a blank shield next to their name instead of a logo. Swazig. I don't think we talked about that either. The Washington football team. Why
2: can't I kind of like it? I, I hope they, they, kinda keep like they that should just for call forever.
0: everyone the football team of whatever city they're from. The Washington Except the Bears. football team can't they, get rid of. They it.
2: should be the Washington football team, and then they should adopt like the humanoid robots they use on Fox as their <laughs> as their fucking.
0: <laughs> wait, wait. Doesn't that guy have a name? Actually, I'm pretty sure that yes. robot has a name.
2: They should definitely use that as their mascot, and it would just be awesome.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up right. right. Now. I'm looking I'm up real look quick. Up right Foles. So last year, yeah, Foles had 740 passing yards, three touchdowns, and two interceptions in three games. I think so. Not world beater stats, but not not something where you'd look at it and be like, "This guy is Cletus." Cletus. I knew he had a name. <laughs>
2: Washington what a football name, team. Too. Cletus, the mascot. They should just. Dude, what if they like... had a
0: football league of transformers that played against each other? Like Cletus. Sounds like the robot. next Michael
1: Bay movie. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I think they made a movie about that already, probably. Yeah,
1: it was called Transformers. No, no, no. Hugh Jackman <laughs> was in this movie called Real Steel. Oh where yeah, was you're
0: like, right. Yeah. Oh, Real Steel, yeah, it was like a
1: a, a, a uh it was like a I, I don't battle. recall the
0: Transformers playing football, so Transformer football movie might be something Michael Bay would look into. <laughs> Wouldn't put it past him. All right, we're going to close today's episode with a fun little segment that we've been talking about doing. As we've mentioned many times, this is a sports-centric episode, but sports are back, and there's two baseball teams in Chicago. There's four of us. We're split evenly, 2-2. we got two Cubs fans, two Sox fans, and we decided to put together our ultimate Chicago baseball lineup if you combined our two teams, we'd be the greatest team in the league, undoubtedly. In the
2: league. Chicago Whitecocks.
0: The Chicago Whitecocks <laughs> are the team of the future. The logo is just a small chode, white chode. Huge balls. Huge balls. Huge balls. Jonathan tay size balls. Chode shaft. <laughs> chode shaft. So basically what we're going to do here is we all constructed uh, either a positional lineup, batting order, pitching staff. We'll kind of just... How should we do this? Just go all around, line, everyone go individually, or go one... One through nine. One through nine? Damn, one I through went nine. by
2: position, but all right. We're doing second. DH, do correct? Yes, yes, with a DH.
0: Okay. 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 Um, Sean, go. you got to come up with a lineup, buddy.
2: I, I piece it together quickly. All right, so
0: here's my lineup. I'll go first. Batting first, center fielder, okay. Luis Robert. Okay. Batting second, third baseman, Yohan Mankata. Batting third... Shortstop, Javier Baez. Batting 4th, 1st baseman, Anthony Rizzo. Batting 5th, designated hitter, Jose Abreu. Batting 6th, right fielder, Chris Bryant. Batting 7th, left fielder, Eloy Jimenez. Batting 8th, catcher, Wilson Contreras. Batting ninth. What position did I forget? Second base. Second, second base. I didn't pick a second baseman. I told totally that was my, my hardest one. My, but.
2: Can I just interject? I'm gonna go with God. I'm
0: going go with Tim Anderson, second base. Yeah,
2: Throw him the. over there. I flipped the middle position. I have the same exact. Team, oh, yeah Hobby at second lineup. though. Hobby plays great to second. second. I
0: think Hobby's just the best baseball player in Chicago. So I, I like, like Hobby at, at second because
2: he's going to be tagging. He's I feel like okay. He gets well, more we could flip that, there, but I'll but put yeah. Anderson
0: ninth at second base, and then my pitching staff. But
2: did Anderson ever play second? He I don't could think so. He could, play. could but, he could but play. He, since it's not has actually played second. Is second? Yeah, that's how. I think I'd rather have play it. Yeah.
0: I'd rather have Baez at short if I was making my lineup. He's a better Agreed. fielder. I think Anderson could handle second. But for the sake of argument...
2: That's my argument.
0: Um, pitching staff, I went Hendricks, Giolito, Lester, Keichel, and for now, Chatwood. I mean... The Sox, the rest of the pitching staff sucks for the Sox outside of Kyle. I would take Darvish. I would if take Kopech Darvish. Uh, oh, Darvish, though. What am yeah. I doing? Darvish. Scratch that. I forgot about you, Darvish.
2: <laughs> Scratch that.
0: Okay, you, Darvish. And that's my team. That team's winning a World Series, probably. Yeah. I'm not
2: even All right.
1: Know. I have something pretty similar um, in terms of who's on the team. So, my leadoff guy would be KB playing left field. I would have Mankata bat second and play third. Rizzo is batting third, playing first. Eloy is cleanup and the DH. Lou Bob center field, batting fifth. Javi's at shortstop, batting sixth. T.A. second base, seventh. Schwarber right field, eighth, and Wilson Contreras cleans up. I mean, Wilson Contreras catches and is at the end of the order. My uh, starting pitching staff would be Hendricks, Keuchel, Giolito, Giolito, Darvish, and Chatwood.
0: Over Leicester, yeah. See, I would, I would. That's that's good still though. I would like, I like the uh, how you did like the righty lefty. I would just keep going through that all through. But chanwood has mm. been looking pretty good. Yeah, Chandler. he has been looking good. Two
2: starts only, but please keep it going. Ugh.
0: All right, who's up next?
3: I'll go. Um, lead off. I've got center fielder Robert. Second, I've got Mankata playing second base. Oh, I like that. He played there. Mm. Um third, I've got Baez playing shortstop. Fourth, I've got Rizzo playing first base. Fifth, I've got Bryant playing third. Sixth, I've got Eloy playing left. Eighth, I've got Abreu DH Ninth, I've got Schwarber. Playing right field. Did you skip seventh. Yeah, you skip seventh. Oh, sorry. Yes, somewhere in there. Uh, oh, Contreras. Sorry. Okay. He was my first on the list. Contreras, I actually have playing ninth. So move Schwarber and Abreu up. Okay, got it. Um, pitching staff. I have Hendricks, Giolito, Lester, Keuchel, Darvish.
0: So I okay. think, Jimmy, who was your DH again? Eloy. Okay. So Andy, I know we both had. Abreu at DH for mm-hmm. obvious reasons. That being said, he's actually looked pretty good at first base this year mm-hmm. compared Abreu. to the past season. Yeah, it looks like he's definitely yeah. worked on his defense this year. So, so he's gotten more he's in shape as, right. he's, as, as have, he's gotten older. Right. Yeah, that's true. Plus, Sean's right. They've got so many options at DH. You got to just kind of have him at, out in position. Definitely. So
1: I, I only I put Eloy at DH because I think they are just infinitely that's, better. That's a better option. Yeah. I mean, on Eloy is. I think you'd be better with you Tim have a Anderson and Javi Baez in the you outfield I, than Eloy. I snubbed <laughs> no, I a,
2: snubbed a off my team. My team is super close to Pats. I'm not even going to do that.
1: leader, a, dude.
3: Goddamn. I snubbed him
2: because I wanted Eloy and Schwarber because Schwarber's defense is way better in left field, even though say, it's average. Now, he's now thinking average gun.
0: my lineup alternately since I forgot about second base. You think base? Schwarber's
3: defense in left is better than Eloy's?
0: Oh, 100%. Schwarber's much better in left field.
2: Schwarber's in left Awful he's gotten outfield. better. No, At he's not. He's no. gotten pretty
0: good, actually. He's, he's he had the most outfield assists in the league last year. He's actually. got
2: a cannon for an arm, and he, he listen. He's not like a plus plus outfielder, but he's definitely average, or maybe even slightly above average. Like he's very good, and he he's got a cannon for an arm, and you know that's gonna save.
0: He did have a rough start in the go. I'll, he I'll, did I'll give that. Yeah, where the he sure really did. Blew
2: out his ACL the <laughs> <laughs> first week he played.
0: That <laughs> that was his fault. I mean, yeah. but, while we're talking about that, we're
2: a week removed from Eloy running into the wall twice in one game. So, yeah, and I'm not saying he can't get better. I'm just saying right now, and unfortunately, like
0: unsolicited listen, either. Yeah, Eloy's best asset in the outfield right now is Luis Robert because he can cover 85 yes. percent of left field. Yes, exactly. <laughs> always just so big. He <laughs> did just you see, doesn't look like a you, left fielder. Did you guys see Robert last week when he ran to straight right field and caught yes. the ball yeah. in front of Corey uh, Garcia? Straight Dude, right. He,
1: his first step is Unreal. so quick yeah. and not wrong.
3: Oh my, like God. He,
0: he always
1: yeah. makes the correct break on the ball. Yeah. All right,
0: Sean. Anchor us up, bud.
2: I just throw the line lineup together real quick, so I'm just going to go with. We'll go Robert, Moncada, Baez is going to be playing second, Rizzo, um, Eloy, uh, Anderson, it would be uh, Bryant, Contreras, who am I missing? Schwarber? I guess Schwarber, no, I guess I'd go Schwarber for Contreras. I think that's nine.
0: We'll have to check the tape.
2: We'll check the tape, but I'm pretty sure that's it. Basically, the, the only difference I really had was, like I said, I snubbed a Brayu and I didn't want to have to do it, but the teams are stacked, and it had to happen. So I think
0: I think all of our lineups had Mancada, Baez two three.
2: Yeah, like I didn't want to mess with the Mancada. No, at had, I had I
1: had Mancada two Rizzo at three. Rizzo I three. had Baez at six.
2: Oh. I can see it. I wanted Baez at sec at two. I like when he bats second, but I can't. When you threw the numbers out there from bat batting second, I go by, the, take, last two I go by the golden Uncah rule. The yeah,
0: your third hitter should be the best hitter on your team. So that's why I put Javi Baez there. I think he's the best hitter in Chicago right now.
2: Hopefully that. Have you guys true. seen that
0: video the side by side of his swing from his first year in the minors to his I swing saw now? That, yeah. That right. is a pretty cool thing to watch for people that say that you can't get your swing under control. There's still a lot of movement on his swing, but A lot of movement. I don't even know how he swung the bat before. I mean,
3: it I was either. insane.
2: It's so wild. He, Ridiculous. He like
3: that's like a that first year is like one of those stereotypical close your eyes and swing like as hard as you fucking can. <laughs> right. And just hope it lands on the ball that's what his his eyes open yeah exactly
0: (laughs) so and I know we've talked about this before too I do think Javi is the best player in Chicago right now Um, maybe not for long with the way Robert's trajecting but I still think that the when you talk about the shortstops in Chicago I still think the gap isn't that great between him and Tim Anderson like I'll, I'll pick Javi 10 days out of 10 he's definitely better but Tim Anderson continues to impress me with his evolution he, he as a baseball sure, player.
1: He for sure deserves to be in the conversation. Like it's not like you said. But hey, you I think defensively, defensively you think about it. Right,
0: but but defensive I think defensive is where the gap right. is. Right. But some people act like that's crazy to even insert him in the same sentence as happy. No, Bobby that's Biden. A bad. That's at really three thirty last year, I mean, yeah, dude, I mean An- Anderson
3: is about turning into a better hitter. I He's think. He's a great hitter. Yeah.
0: He just he needs to work on his defense. I mean, if yeah. he could if he could become Slightly above average defender. Then we could be having a, a more even conversation. If he hit, if he
3: hits above like three ten again, I think he's officially a, a better hitter than Baez. And what Baez has got power
2: the pop.
3: Anderson's hit over check. twenty. I think every I think
2: single year. 20, yeah, check that because Baez obviously has more power than him, which will inevitably lead to more RBIs. Well, and it's also
0: also positional, too. Like, Baez is batting third. He's going to get a lot more RBI opportunities, whereas Anderson's leading off most of the time. But it's all circumstantial, you know. Another
2: thing, too, is just to... I think for the role they
0: fit, though, they're both perfect.
2: I think they're both solid players, and I think the conversation could easily be had. But I do think that if Baez maintains a 3, what do you bet, 306 or something... I think the the gap in their defense, the tagging ability from Baez and the base running from ba- Baez is just an he is an electric player. Like he makes yeah. plays that no one Agreed. else can, and he does it on a daily basis. I think it's the intangibles that really separates Agreed. them. It's like the uh, seventeen the stuff you twenty can't
3: eighteen. Eat. For Anderson, yeah, the I was going say. Apparently,
2: on
0: ESPN, if someone gets added to the IL, they just remove them from the roster on the on, on their page. <laughs> like Tim Anderson's not even on the roster; they're dead now. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I go to infielders. <laughs> Tim Anderson's not even on there. Oh wow! But oh, seventeen
2: man. twenty eighteen. So yeah. To your
0: point, Sean, I th- I still think like like from a power hitter perspective, uh, Baez is clearly the better hitter. I think to Andy's point though is. Um, if he bats over three, you know, three ten, three fifteen again, like Anderson can make a case as one of the best, not even contact hitters, just like hitters for average. So you know, two year
2: stack like that. Baez, okay, how do you list the stats but not the home? It's like a snapshot of stats, but home runs. I know. Isn't home incredible. runs isn't not kidding I
0: know. Me?
1: So Baez is a career two seventy hitter.
2: Yeah, and he didn't bat three hundred last year either. So all right, he, Andy, he's that never 300 your 300. argument for sure. Let's see the power numbers.
1: Baez had. 29 homers last year, 34 the year before, 23 the year before that. So yeah, so Anderson, got more pop.
2: Anderson
0: went 335, 18, 56 RBIs, 17 stolen bases last year. This year in 30 at bats, he's 333 with a home run and an RBI. So, but you know, figure 10 and a couple you know, doubles. So that means he's been lead off all year. Too, if, if he's he said. He got 30 at bats though, that means he's got 10 hits. So. I mean, that's, that's all you're looking for, What's really.
2: Baez's average this Just out of curiosity. It's got to be. Not even for comparison. This year, I'm not over now. Oh,
1: 250. Hold on. Oh, really? 250. Okay,
2: yeah. He started off really – him, Brian, Contreras. Although Contreras has come on like a ton of breaks, but our big hitters started off really this is
0: This is probably saved for another conversation because we're winding up here, but it's pretty crazy to me that the Cubs are 6-2 and two considering they've had slow offensive starts from, from Baez and Brian, yeah. who Baez has come around a little bit now. And the bullpen woes for them to still yeah. be able to. To All your right. point, though, Jim, they played. Who'd they play the first series? They played Milwaukee. Milwaukee and then the Reds. Both of them are off to tough starts, and then now they've got the Pirates and uh, the Royals coming up next. So it seems like it could be a soft spot of the schedule for the Cubs. Yeah, which and they have
1: to capitalize. You got
0: capitalized. That's that's why I was texting with Andy the other day. I told him I'm like, dude, the Sox have to sweep the Royals. They got to get have to five to. and four before they go against Milwaukee. Just for the confidence, and they're going for it today. So hopefully, we get there,
2: dude. We'll take a couple more Chicago W's today. I would, would be say, real nice.
0: regardless of, of record, right now, Cubs are six and two, Sox are four and four. Both teams are playing like they could be competing for playoff spots down the stretch, and that's all we can really ask for.
1: And for I, would be, I, shut down, I, I would be, I would be very, I would be more surprised if. Both teams didn't make it. Then I would be if one like if like if one of them didn't make it. Yeah, I mean they they should both make the playoffs. I don't want to say easily, but I they think the both Cubs are definitely
0: the way the Cubs are playing now. If they can just stay. With the start that they've gotten, if they could just play not even five hundred, like slightly above five hundred ball, they're probably okay with the way their division is started. Yeah. The yeah. Sox don't have a lot of wiggle room because the twins are five and two and the, the Indians are, are five like, and three. So those are two are really f- good teams. The Sox so- best chance might be that, that wild card spot from the AL because <clears throat> those those two teams at the top might be too tough to overcome yeah. when all is said and done. But we'll see. There's still a lot of baseball left to be played. Hopefully yeah. a lot of baseball left.
1: To yeah, hopefully, exactly.
0: All right, we're going to wrap it up there. we got some softball practice to get to in a little bit. We appreciate you guys listening every week. We love you guys. If you want to hear more from us, follow us on social media, at BrosLet's Talk on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find our podcast basically anywhere where podcasts are found, but the main ones, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and it is home at anchor.fm slash Let's Talk for Jimmy, Andy, and Sean. This is Pat. Later, dudes. Peace.
2: Later.
1: All right. Later's on the men, Jay.
0: I hey, hate goodbyes! <laughs>